0: Get ready to get sticky. shticky. Sticky Situations is sponsored by Corona Crush. Corona Crush is creating Jewish couples always. Join the Facebook group. Just search Corona Crush and look out for virtual speed dating events happening every other week. They're 100% free and 100% Jewish. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Shticky Situations, I'm your host, Rachel, which obviously you already know because I'm unforgettable and you've been here for a while. Like, yeah. So, okay, everyone, whatever platform you're listening on right now, if you have not already go rate, review, subscribe, whatever the platform allows for. I don't, I can't keep up with them these days. So just do whatever your platform allows for. And like, I don't know, go to a different platform also, maybe do the same. Also, go like Sticky Situations page on Facebook. Follow Sticky Situations pod on Instagram. Follow Sticky Situations pod on TikTok. My social media game has been lacking a little bit. And, like, I get it. I just, my real life has been busy. So, but hopefully I'll get back into my tic- I, I, I go through phases with the TikTok, guys. I, like, it's hard. TikTok is a real job. Like, I would love to be an influencer who could just make TikToks all day, but I can't. Um. So, it, it ebbs and flows, ebbs and flows. So we'll see. Hopefully, when my life gets a little bit, my real life gets a little le- bit less busy, I'll uh, go back to TikTokking. But also go join the Corona Crush Facebook group, like all of my ads say. And while you're there, when you see my posts about the podcast, if you would like to come be a guest on my podcast, the link is in all of my posts. It's on the social media pages. Or you could just send me a DM on Instagram again that Sticky Situations Pod or send me an email at Sticky Situations pod at gmail.com. Same, if you, same goes for if you want to date any of my single guests. I, I want to be a Shad Khan. I haven't done it successfully yet, yet being the key word here. But I'm always open to it. So if you want to be set up with someone who you hear on the podcast, because all my guests are amazing. Um, just hit me up. Let me know. I'm going to try to make it happen for you because I really want to do this too. So yeah, I think that's all my plugs for now. So everybody, we have a very extra special episode today and I have a very extra special guest coming, calling in all the way from Israel. Everyone, please welcome my friend Mayrov to the podcast. Mayrov, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. I so my Rob like my Rob and I go way way back. We went to college together. Been in and out of touch throughout the years, just because like I'm in New York, she's in Israel. But she I'm mentioned like adulthood. Yeah, it's like it's so hard being an adult. Like you forget, like in college, you live next door to all of your friends, and like you see them all the time. You have classes with them, you have dinner with them, you have Shabbos with them, right. and then like you all move to different places and you never see each other. But then like sometimes. You, like, randomly get in touch over random things. And was like, oh, by the way, if you ever want to, like, record, I'd love to come on and talk about dating in Israel. And I'm like, oh, my God, I love having people who are dating in different places. And I'm sure mayrav has so many good stories. And I'm so excited that she's here. And I'm excited to hear them.
1: I'm so excited to share. I feel like one of the, the key things about adulthood First of all, is using Instagram over TikTok. Like one of these days I'm gonna download it, but I look at TikToks two weeks later on Instagram like the proper old person that I am. <laughs> right. But yeah, it's I'm it's really fun listening to like all the stories that go on in New York and like compare them to what happens here. I feel like it's it's not that different, but it also like is wildly different. Um, So like one of the things that I find very interesting is that in any particular city that you could be in to date, there aren't that many places to go. Cause like, there's no city like New York. I'm about to like wax a little poetic about like New York and how much I miss (laughs) it. (laughs) I know like you don't necessarily like wanna live there long-term, but it's a great, I was also just watching Friends. it's like there's so many more options like if you want to do a first date that's chill we have a bowling alley and we have a billiards place and like that's it otherwise you're like going out for drinks or walking in a park and Israelis love walking in parks (laughs) it's like the only thing we do I think I've only actually ever been on one walking in a park
0: date and that was before that was pre-covid and I was like it was a second date too I'm like seriously you're just taking me to a park to walk
1: it's I would like, say like, that's what n- we're doing 90% of my dates. also it's not just walking in a park I wonder if you guys do this too it's even if you start in like a coffee shop or a bar or whatever I don't particularly like going out to like for drinks on a first date I'd rather go out for coffee you like sit and you have your coffee for I would say like 30 minutes and then you get to the walking around portion of the date but there's always a walking around portion of the date, no matter where <laughs> you are. And I've gone into like crazy stories where, I mean, not that crazy, but like crazy stories where the, I have a very long stride. Like I walk very fast because I'm from New York where you walk fast or you don't walk. And like Israelis are a little bit slower at walking. And also this is a deed and you're trying to get to know each other. But I'm like running down the street. There's tons of traffic and you just don't hear the other person that well. And but it's just it's a thing that I've done, I think, on every single date that I've been on is unless we are doing some sort of activity is like. You have your coffee and then you get up and you walk around and maybe then you find like a second place to sit and then you walk around again um one time i went out oh, it was really it was really it wasn't great it wasn't terrible but it wasn't great the guy i like i've heard you speak about this a lot on the podcast and i agree with you i like the guy to plan the date mm-hmm. um but like he has to be a little bit flexible so he had wanted to go out for drinks, but as I mentioned, I don't really love drinking on first dates. So I was like, why don't we meet at this mall instead, which is right by um, a park, which is like a very famous park to go out on walks for dates. And like, we show up at the mall and I was like, so what do you want to do? And he goes, yeah, I'm fine with whatever you want. And I was like, okay. I don't like that. Okay, fine. Another thing about me is that I'm always, like, I'm kind of a, inexpensive date I don't particularly care to spend money on a date like if you want to buy something that's totally fine but I also don't want to like I expect the guy to pay on the first date and then I'll pay on the next one but you're paying on the first one so I'm like if you don't necessarily want to put out the money on the first date that's totally fine so it was like up to you like we could either get coffee or we could go for a walk and he was like okay let's go for a walk so we go for a walk and like every I would say like 20 minutes. I'd be like, okay, so should we go right or left? Yeah, it's up to you. Do you want to sit down? Sure, it's up to you. And then after about an hour of this, I was like, okay, but actually, you know what? We met at dinner time. I am kind of hungry. Um, do you want to like go find a place to sit? And he goes, Yeah, sure. And then we were walking to the area where restaurants are, which was probably about a 20-minute walk, but like He kept on saying, oh, maybe we could stop here. I was like, great, like choose a place. He goes, actually, nah, like let's continue walking. And at some point I was just like, he was just like, well, what do you want to do next? I was like, I really don't care, but like, I do want to sit. So either let's sit in this little park that's right here or let's go find somewhere else. He goes, well, I don't actually like that little park. So I guess we'll go find somewhere else. Suddenly we're walking in this really busy area. I can't hear a single word that he's saying until we found a place to sit. After about, I would say like, an hour of him just not being able to make a decision as to what he wants to do which way he wants to go or where he wants to sit and I was just like dude it's not such a difficult decision like would you like to sit down would you like to go left like this is not this should not be that hard no I'm
0: shocked you stayed for that long like if I could if a guy kept asking me what I wanted to do at some point I would be like I want to go home (laughs) like that Like, I, I also have zero patience these days, so, like, I, I, I don't have time for that. If you can't decide what we're doing, then I'm going home. Like, yeah. I also, like, I just, in general, I hate making decisions. Like, it's just, I can make big life decisions. It takes a little bit of, like, obviously, like, weighing out options, things like that. But when yeah. it comes to things that it's, like, where do you want to eat? I don't want to choose. Like right. that's where I want to eat. I want to eat wherever you choose. And yeah. I hate choosing. Like yeah. I don't know. And I feel like I tell people this. I tell guys this. Like on first dates whatever in relationships, I'm like I don't want to choose. I want you to choose. One of my that's exes really would literally idea. one of my exes would literally make me choose every single time we went out to dinner. He's like where do you want to go? Where do you want to go? And I was like, I want you to choose for once. He's like, no. He's like, it's ladies' choice. I'm going to take you wherever you want to go. Like, obviously, we were going out in, like, this one area where there weren't, there were choices. But there were, like, right. like five or six choices. But I'm like, I don't want to choose. I want you to choose. And we would have this fight every single time we went out to dinner. Which was, like, once oh, a week God. at least. And yeah, I'm like, no, that's really you like, you choose. I'm like, give me two options. And I'm like... I don't know. It drove me absolutely crazy. And I told him every single time, I'm like, you're driving me crazy. Just you choose. I don't want to choose. And so I think I need a guy to end up with who just knows how to choose what restaurants to go to. And like, if he says something that I don't want, I'll say that I don't want it.
1: So that's the thing. Sometimes I've recently been speaking to getting like a lot of guys' perspectives because for a long time, I would only speak to my married friends and my like my married guy friends and my single girlfriends about dating and only the last like six months to a year have i actually felt comfortable enough with my guy friends to say like well you know why do you why do guys do this why do things like that happen and like i kind of want to give it to them like they're trying to be respectful So like, you know, always let the girl choose, offer. But sometimes I'm just like, it doesn't matter to me where we do or what we do. And in fact, like, it doesn't have to turn into a debate if you offer something and I don't want to do it. But it also is like, I I do want to see that you're able to make a decision and you're not just, this is going to sound really crazy. You're not just going to like, let me do everything. Because I don't always want to be in charge. Like, it's, it's nice for you. If I can't do something, I'll say it. Like with that guy, I was like, No, I just I don't drink on dates. And so don't take me to a to a um, like a beer place because I'm not going to I'm not going to enjoy it. I'm not going to do anything. And then it's just going to be awkward. But like from there, you could definitely make a decision. And then like maybe we can respect each other's decisions. But like only if you make one. I can only respect the decision that you make, not the one that you don't make.
0: I think a safe way around it on either side is. Giving like two to three options, people don't yeah. like choices. Like we've seen this from like I went to business school. Like, people don't <laughs> like choices. The reason why Costco does so well is because they don't give people choices. They're one or two brands of each product, and like people buy it. People don't want to yeah. choose. Everyone thinks people like to have a lot of choices. People don't. People don't want to choose. Not so if you lie. like What? Sorry. Oh, no, no,
1: no. Finish your sentence. Finish
0: your time. So if you give someone I think, like, if a guy wants to be respectful and, like, let me choose, like, or let the girl choose as, like, a respect type of thing, but still wants to show that he put some effort and in planning into it, he could be, like, would you, ra- here are two options, which one sounds better yeah. to you. Yeah. And then, and then go from there.
1: That so, would be really cool.
0: Or, like, you can ask for guidance. He's, like, I'll pick the restaurant, but I just want to know, would you prefer meat or dairy? Right. Like, or is there any type of cuisine that you prefer? Like, yeah. like thing very easy things like that, not to like show there's a it's a very fine line between like trying to like be controlled and being like yeah. and being respectful. Like I I mean I do appreciate it if a guy's like, hey, like let's go here. I mean, it is good if he's like, does is that okay with you at the yeah. end? But yeah, yeah. If he's like, oh, um we're going out in X, XYZ area. There there are like a few restaurants. Would you prefer meat or dairy or would you prefer burgers or Chinese? Right. Like drinks or ice cream. Like right. Very simple things. Also, I realized we we never did your like intro. Oh, Sorry. So before we before we get more into it and discuss more Mirav stories, um Mirav, can you just quickly tell my listeners your Age, location, relationship status, and religious denomination.
1: Okay. Age, I'm in my late 20s. I live in Israel as we've established. I'm single. I was going to be like, I'm single to Pringle, and then I realized I'm not that cool, <laughs> and it like, came out super <laughs> cheeky, so I had to say it anyway, because I think that in your late 20s, you get to be as cheeky as you want. Yeah i agree like that's that's the benefit of getting older is that we get to say whatever we want and then everyone else is like oh my god why are you saying that so i'm single
0: also i don't mean this as an offense to you i feel like when people move to israel they move with whatever in whatever they they kind of stay in whatever time they moved in yes like like clothing phrases like yeah because like of course you're gonna pick up on israeli slang and like whatever's like up in Israel but like in America you're gonna keep like America like whenever you moved from America you're keeping like whatever style was in like in I mean I guess it's a little different it's now a little
1: different that, because there's like but... Instagram and TikTok and whatever but I also don't hear it in the same. like I don't hear it as much yeah because most of the people don't use it most of the people I know like barely can get through a sentence in one language like we use a lot of <laughs> Hebrew slang now <laughs> it's it's really funny like we use a lot of Hebrew slang as opposed to American slang so then I'll like I can't figure out I like asked my sister a million times she's a couple years younger than me I'm like am I using it's giving correctly and she just like rolls her eyes because like I get how it's like it's giving the whatever vibes but because again yeah I left America almost 10 years ago 10 years ago we would be like oh, those were the vibes or whatever. So I'll just be like, oh, it's giving those vibes. And she'll be like, no, 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 it's just giving. <laughs> That's funny. Also, wait, yes. last,
0: last um, on oh, the intro thing, religious um,
1: denomination. Um, So because I live in Israel, it is slightly different. So I would say like American modern Orthodox, Israeli de Dati Lumi, like, more in, like, the central, like, centrist kinds of Dati It's, like, a very complicated thing these days. Um, (laughs) It's complicated
0: here, too. Okay, good. People, like, it's funny because people say they're modern Orthodox, and, like, this is a whole, totally different topic, and we, we don't have to get into this, but just like I mentioned, like, I feel like Judaism these days, and this is no offense to anybody and how they practice, like, I'm not here telling anyone what to do or how to practice. Like, um, everyone should just continue doing them, but I feel like there's a major shift of how people identify themselves, at least in the younger generation, and people okay. are either, like, yeshivish, charedi, like, that end of the spectrum, modern orthodox or not religious so like the modern orthodox end of the spectrum could range between like eats dairy out keeps half shabbos like and by half shabbos i don't even know what that means like uses their, right. like kind of keep shabbos kind of doesn't keep shabbos to literally like YU modern orthodox machmir like like that's the whole yeah. modern orthodox spectrum so it's funny like at a, it's it's just interesting to hear people how people identify themselves which also like i think you don't have to put yourself into a box necessarily and like but it's just for me it's just especially like the community that i live in is like a predominantly like modern orthodox young professional community and like it's just it's funny to see um the different and like may rob and i were discussing earlier about like I live in New York City, so we live in buildings with, like, that are tall, high floors, and how we deal with Shabbat. Like, some people I know will press the buttons to the elevators on Shabbat. Some people I know, and this is what I do, is if I'm going to a high floor, I'll have the doorman press the elevator. Or, like, someone who isn't Jewish, standing there going into the elevator, I'll have them press the elevator. And some people I know who live in my community will not go in elevators. Like, I live on a higher floor, and people have told me like don't invite me for a meal because like I just I don't wanna have to like walk up the stairs. Oh my so, god. Yeah. So it's just it's yeah. very it's just a very interesting spectrum. But that's that's a whole other conversation.
1: Yeah. But yeah, yeah.
0: But yeah. So okay. Let let's get back into uh Mayrov's dating stories and dating philosophies. Cause I'm okay. very
1: intrigued. Okay. Um should I, like, say a story? Should I continue on a story? But, like, speaking of boxes, I actually have a great story. Mm-hmm. Um, so my friends, thank God, are, like, super, super supportive and really try hard and, like, really, like, work through things with me and whatever. But, like, many of my friends got married pretty young, as uh, is kind of standard for the modern Orthodox community. And so they don't really entirely get it. I like to call us singles and you could tell me if you're insulted because some of my friends are and some of them aren't for a little bit like trading cards or baseball cards. <laughs> it's kind of like ticks. And that's why the definition of who you are is somewhat important. Like obviously at the end of the day, you never know what somebody's struggling with, what they're going through, like where they've been, where they're going. But sometimes it is very helpful so that Somebody who like absolutely does not believe in getting in an elevator on Shabbat is not gonna end up going out with someone who thinks that it's totally fine. So it's helpful, but it also is not helpful. So one time my friend went away to her cousins for Shabbat. Um, And this is Israel where it's basically my big fat Greek wedding. So she was talking to her cousin and somehow they got into like talking about singles And she mentioned me and her cousin goes, oh, like tell me about her. And I don't even know what, how she described me. And she goes, that sounds really great for my neighbor's son. So why don't we like exchange bios, see if they'll be interested and they can go out and like, maybe we'll make a match. And so she texts me this and I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? She sends me his bio. It sounds like pretty standard. Like he learned for a year in yeshiva before he went to the army. And then he was actually in like this really intense, like smart person's unit. Um, And like now he's living in Tel Aviv and his pictures were like totally normal, like Israeli guy. And he came in from Tel Aviv to meet me. Oh, first we had a phone call. And for some reason, I just, Had this weird feeling from my phone call. I don't like. There's something off about this guy. Oh no! And I really couldn't think what it was. And for some reason, I was like, I wonder if this guy is actually from. And I was just like, you can't, you can't say that he's. I don't remember if I said what city he's from. Um, I was like, you can't just say because like he's not from like he's from a specific area or like some of the interests that he mentioned. I just hadn't heard of many Israeli guys being into that interest. Um, which doesn't mean, that, it doesn't mean that they aren't, but it just wasn't something that I'm used to hearing. Um, and so he comes in and we meet in like a central location and like, he totally looks the part. Like he's wearing the sandals that Israeli guys wear and he's wearing the t-shirt that Israeli guys wear and he's wearing the big keeper that the Israeli guys wear. And we're sitting and we're having like a pretty standard conversation about like, what's going to happen with with AI and like robots and weird things in Judaism. Cause I apparently tend to have those conversations a lot. <laughs> and then we go, as I mentioned before, every single date in Israel has to move into the walking portion of the date. So we move into the walking. <laughs> I'm not joking. Every single one. Like we went to go get coffee. And then after about half an hour, what do you guys do after you finish drinking the actual coffee? Like do you just end the date or decide to get dinner?
0: Um, I think we also have a walking portion sometimes it depends or it's just like okay. we go home like sometimes we could sit for an hour like I get taken for drinks a lot and like maybe we'll okay. get a second round I haven't really been on a coffee date in a long time because okay. I tend to go on my dates at night and like I can't drink coffee um oh. it depends like the vibes like do we want to keep these good good vibes going or like okay. do we want to go home and like got it I don't know I feel like you don't need to give more than like an hour an hour and a half okay unless you're having a nice time also like the walking portions of my dates a lot of times like just involve that like I like going out in my neighborhood but like all the bars are like maybe 10 blocks away from my apartment oh I
1: hate going out in my neighborhood
0: so the walking portion will involve him walking me home and then maybe like I don't know we have like a bus bench outside my apartment building so maybe like <laughs> sitting outside and talking longer um also like it gets dark here so I don't really want to be like going into the park at night in New York that's is dangerous. yeah that's
1: pretty sketchy yeah and that, like just that's... walk
0: I don't know like I don't really want to be walking at night with a guy I don't really know unless he's walking me home
1: so it depends on so. if it's well lit like that is something I could go back to that but like that is something that I, I wonder if I'm always being a little bit more cautious or the guys are just really clueless because oftentimes like we'll walk through parks, but then we'll, and I know which parks definitely do not go to that park at night because like sketchy place as with The other parks were like, it's totally fine. But then every once in a while, we'll suddenly like, they'll be like, Oh, do you want to go down this path? And it's like, I'm not well lit path.
0: It's like,
1: and, oh, no. And one time the guy was like, no, but there's a really great view right over there. And I'm just like, but like, there are no lights. Like. Why and am I going to work with you? Like, this is and like, you're asking a to be murdered. You are a stranger. This is a terrible idea. So, like, let's just stay on the main path. I Wait, think so guys,
0: I guys just don't get that. By the way, mm-hmm. like, I've talked to I don't my think male. I talked to male friends. They they don't get it. I literally was talking to a guy from an app, and he was like. I don't know I think he has a beach house in deal or something and I was like oh yeah I want to I want to I want to go to the beach no he doesn't have maybe he doesn't have a beach house I don't remember I honestly don't remember why I matched with him I think it had to do with the beach house um okay that's fair or, like something like I just don't care about you but I want to go to the beach and he's like oh I'll come pick you up whatever and I'm like oh I- I- or he was like oh come to the beach come to the beach we'll hang at the beach and I'm like okay like how am I getting to the beach I'm like, I'm not going to the beach because I don't have a car. And he's like, I'll come pick you up. And I'm like, you're a stranger. I'm not getting in your
1: car with I'm you. I'm not getting in a car with a stranger. And he's
0: like, he's like, oh, like, stranger danger went out the window for me, this and this and this. And I'm like, clearly you're a male because for a woman, that's, like, not safe. Like, yeah. It, yeah, it's yeah, a I dangerous know. world out there for women, and I'm not about to get into a car with a random stranger. Like, yeah. even, even if, like, nothing's gonna happen, like, it's some, like, sparty guy from Brooklyn, like
1: you don't know yeah like you say you're from
0: from guys do bad things too from guys do bad things too. first
1: of all from guys do bad things too but to be uh, like to go back to the other story so we start the walking portion of our date we make it about like a hundred meters outside the place where we were and he goes so mayrov would you consider yourself dose and dose is Israeli slang for like religious. But the thing is, is that it's usually like everyone in their head doesn't think of themselves as dose, and everyone more right wing than them is clearly dose, and everyone left wing <laughs> than them isn't religious. And I've like had multiple conversations with multiple friends who are all like, no, you're not like, you're just objectively not a dosy. And I'm like, totally fine. So I respond that like, listen, I don't really know because it's one of those things that culturally like. I haven't really picked up on yet and like i kind of feel like like yes compared to my co-workers who aren't religious i'm very religious but compared to my religious co-workers like no i'm i'm not like i i'm somewhere in the middle and he goes okay and then like he asked me another follow-up question on like how i would define myself and i responded he goes so listen i don't i don't think we're so um sorry we always say my team I was, like, trying to rehearse all of the words so that I wouldn't use too much Israeli No, saying. it's fine. I
0: like it. Say the Israeli okay, words. i will explain what they are so, in English.
1: Mateen means fitting. So, like, compatible. I think. Like, we're not. Oh, thank you. Okay, so we're not compatible because I'm actually not religious. And I was just, like, I just stared at him. And he had a big kippah. Oh, and he even had a unibrow, which is, like, definitely <laughs> a religious thing because people in more religious communities don't shave their unibrows. So he could have only have been exposed that to like people. A where thing? Like, that was-
0: is that like that a locha?
1: Yeah, yeah, because it's like some people consider it like woman's grooming to pluck their unibrow. Ew. So like you can't do it. Not in our so stupid. Community. Guys, not if you're listening,
0: I don't care how from you
1: are. If you have a unibrow, please go get get that taken care of. Yeah. He was like literally the sweetest guy, but like he looked pretty from. Our conversations did not indicate. But he was about to say, like, well, listen, I'm just not religious anymore. And I was just like, well, okay, then. Like, lots of luck in the future. Because I hope you meet a really nice girl. But, like, maybe you shouldn't date until you're out of the proverbial closet about your religiosity.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think religiosity is a thing that people, like, change all the time with it. But, yeah. like, if you're not keeping Shabbos and you don't plan on keeping Shabbos ever again, you should probably be pretty open about that when it comes to dating. Yeah. yeah. If it's, like, little things, it's like, oh, I want to, like, do this. Or, like, I want to wear this. I I don't know what it is for guys. For girls, it's like, oh, yeah. I want to only wear skirts. Oh, no, I don't only want to wear skirts. Like, but you're still, like, keep it- or maybe it's even, like, oh, I'll eat, like vegetarian out like these things or no I'm strict kosher like things like that it's just like a kind of ebb and flow I mean obviously if you're in those phases and like don't go dating a guy who's like super machmir but
1: like yeah also a lot of these things I feel like depend on who the person like who the couple are and like how they feel I went on match with a guy on this dating website that we have here in Israel and first of all, he was really sketchy. I have, like, literally just opened up my account an hour earlier. He messages me immediately. Like, it was, like, I literally had it for, like, an hour. He messages me. First, he starts talking about how he doesn't like speaking to girls who don't have pictures up. And I was, like, I guess that's, like, a little bit fair. But also, as I said, like, I just joined this app. And, like, the website is literally responding to my picture, like, why, why did you message me? If you only want to speak to girls who have pictures of themselves, which I will give you, um, why, why are you messaging me? Like, you don't see my picture. And then in the course of like five minutes, he kept on saying like, but I want to be able to go to the beach, but I want to be able to go to the beach. But like, I want to go to a mixed beach because in Israel, we do have separate beaches. And to me, it's like, not, it's like not a thing that I ever considered because I grew up in America where, I don't even know if they have separate beaches, but to him, it must have clearly been a very big deal. And so he mentioned it like seven times. And at some point I was like, between him like hounding me for pictures and hounding him, hounding me about going to a mixed beach. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to ignore you.
0: Yeah. And then he like
1: went away. There are like
0: certain vibes you pick up with guys that it's just
1: like, they'll
0: say that they're looking for something serious or whatever. But when they start only talking about looks, or my favorite is when they ask if you're Shomer Nagia. I don't know if you get this in Israel. I know when a guy is asking me if I'm Shomer Nagia, he's just looking for something physical. And it's like, because yeah. also, listen, in Israel, it's probably different, and probably from our communities, it's a little different. But like in my community, I, my, go to is assuming that nobody is Shomer and Agea, but acting as if people are like I'm not going out of my way to touch anyone but also okay. I'm I'm also assuming that they're not like right I think that's a conversation that you have when you get to the point of like oh are we gonna touch like, like yeah like if we were on a date and it's the end of the date and he wants to give me a hug like okay then then you ask or like comes yeah. up on the date like when you're in person but when that's the first question asked, it's like, okay, you either grow up um, you're too young. Like at a certain age, I feel like when you're a young, a lower age, like okay, people are shomer Nagia, You're right out of like college. A lot of people go to like very like like Jewish colleges, things like that. Like people are people going through their from phases. But I feel like when you're still single and you're late twenties, like some people are shomer Nagia, and that's fine. I'm not judging anyone. But I'm just assuming that people aren't, and I just don't feel like that's such a relevant question, especially, yeah. like, it. I just don't find it relevant because if you're looking for something serious, then, like, yeah, it's a discussion to have, like, once you're dating and, like, how right. you want to navigate dating. But, like, why are you asking me if I touch people of the opposite gender before you even ask me what I do for a living? Like yeah. yeah yeah. like that conversation will come in time but like like I don't care if you touch girls or not I care how much money you make like (laughs) like if you're Shomer Nagia and want to date me like that's fine but like have a good job I care more if you have a good job than if you're Shomer Nagia like I care more about if you have a good personality than if you're Shomer Nagia like right I don't know I that's just my philosophy so I I I think that's it that's a good guy's also it's
1: like it's when they're asking like it has been a conversation that I've had with guys and I actually still am um and but it it didn't come up at the end of the first date it tends to either come up in the stage where I get more of my dates from like mutual friends setting us up Mm -hmm. so it'll either come up in the the person texted me and said like oh by the way like what are your thoughts like what's your policy and I'll be like listen definitely like at the beginning before I know this guy like yes I am or it'll come up like with the guy and so he goes in knowing or it'll come up in like the first couple of dates and then it'll be a discussion and like we'll decide where to go from there but like if you don't know anything about me and like that's the first thing that you're saying like that's really creepy
0: yeah, no, I find like, it, that's creepy. I don't know. My mom told me to date younger guys, so I've been trying to date younger guys nope. and like don't do that.
1: And like do I'm that. like
0: I've had so many bad experiences with these stupid younger guys, like
1: because they don't know what they're doing. They
0: don't know what they're doing. And like also these younger guys aren't that young. They're like 26. Oh. Like, okay, wait, and this is just do you know like what's more so... pathetic
1: when a 26 year old doesn't know what he's
0: doing. Yeah, and it's like, come on, man, I've been dating for a long time, way before I was 26. Like yeah. Like, why don't you know what you're doing? Like, okay, so this guy I matched with on G-Swipe, and he asked for my number. This was like, this was a few weeks ago. This it wasn't like super recent. Um, he asked for my number. And then like a I gave him my we were we are chatting a little bit. He was cute. He was 26. I was like, oh, this gets cute. Like, I'll let him buy me a drink if he wants to. And so we're chat if the conversation was good, so we're chatting, whatever he asked for my number. I'm like, okay, so he's moving this to texting, which is fine by me because I hate the app. Also, it's, for me, it's easy enough to block someone's number. So yeah, I'm like, that's true. unless like a guy's super, super creepy, I'm like, okay, giving out my phone number because like, I can always block him. So yeah. then like a week later, after I give the guy my number, he never messaged me. I was like, okay, whatever. I don't really care. Um a week later i'm sitting at i had a work event and work events are very rough for me because i get peer pressured into drinking quite a bit what? and then i can't eat anything um so oh no i'm like not the smartest when it comes to work events which is fine it's like what do we, what else like i'm an accountant accountants hate their lives um and so when it comes to free alcohol like everyone's just drinking But everyone else there is eating, and so, like, I don't do anything that I regret. Like, it's not like I'm getting stupid drunk and, like, doing, like, dumb things. It's just, like, okay, I'm, like, a little bit tipsy, and, like, I have not eaten, and sometimes I'm not that great about drinking water because I forget in my old age because I don't really drink that much anymore outside of work events. So I'm at a work event. And I went to the bathroom and I pull out my phone and I see that this number called me and I think he had given me his number on J also. Okay. I see that this number just called me and like you could tell me your thoughts about this. I hate a cold call. Like oh absolutely. If not. I give you a number that does not give you any right to call me, I don't want you to call me. That means the only person who can call
1: me is my is my boss.
0: Yeah. No, I don't like being cold uh, called at text all. Text me first. Like if my parents cold call me I assume someone died. If any (laughs) of my good friends cold call me I also assume that there's been an emergency. And if it's a number I don't know I just assume it's spam. So I saw that it was this guy who called me I didn't save his number or anything but I'm like I think I recognize like the area code whatever. So I sent him a text because I was drunk and I was like, why'd you just cold call me? I'm at a work event. I don't want to talk on the phone. (laughs) You're supposed to text me first. Good for you. Like I literally, I'm telling you, I'm so unhinged these days because I have no patience for guys anymore. So then he's like texting me. This is a Thursday night work event. So then this was towards the end. I was going to the bathroom and getting ready to like order my Uber to go home. So I'm sitting in the back of the Uber. This time I was smart and I ordered food. But I just felt awkward taking it out in the bar to eat. So then I asked my Uber driver if I could eat in the back of the Uber. So I'm sitting in the back of the Uber eating chicken nuggets and french fries. Great. And like, I'm still drunk texting this guy. And he's like, he's like, he's like, do you want to talk now? When are you going to be home? And I'm like, dude, I have to work tomorrow. It's nine o'clock and I'm drunk. Like, we're not talking tonight. He's like, well, when can we talk on the phone? And I'm like, maybe after Shabbos. He's like, oh, but I work on Sunday. I'm like, Cool, but like I work tomorrow, like I don't know what you want from me. And then he's like, Do you want to come to my house for Shabbos? I think he lives in the Five Towns or something, or Long Island somewhere. He's like, Do you want to come to my house for Shabbos? I have my house to myself. You
1: are too fast,
0: guy. I'm like, Oh my I'm god, like, no, I'm like, It's Thursday night and you're a stranger, and I'm not going to Long Island for Shabbos to a stranger. <laughs> and like, I don't. <laughs> i don't fully remember what else i said like i I was tipsy i wasn't like blackout like oh my god i don't remember anything i just like probably was saying nonsense and then i'm like i'm done with this so um i went back to like texting my other friends so then i he texted me on friday i don't even remember what he said oh then he texted me on friday and like he's like he's like oh hi like something and then he's like are you showing Nagia? And I'm like, why are you asking me that? And I literally told him off. I'm like, why would you even ask me that? He's, I'm like, I'm like, number one, it's none of your business. I'm like, we don't know each other. You're a stranger and that's personal. You, and like, why are you asking me that before you ask me literally anything else about my life? The the first thing you ask me is if I'm Shomer Nagia, like, I don't want to hook up with you. Like, and that's not an appropriate question to ask. So then I don't hear from him for like another week. And then again, he texts me on a Thursday, and he's like, "Hi, how hey, are you?" Why didn't he text you at any point during the course of the week? Oh, I have no idea. But I also didn't care because, like, the second right. he started ask, the second he asked, well, no, kind of the second he asked me to come for Shabbos, I'm like, "This is weird." Then, yeah, no, that's that's like a yeah, giant. So then, red flag. So then the next week on Thursday, he texts me again, and he's like, "Hey, you want to come to me for Shabbos to my house?" And I was like. I don't know what you understand. What you don't understand about the fact that you are a stranger. I don't want to go and stay at a stranger's house for Shabbos. This world is not safe for women, and I don't know you. I and also like staying together for Shabbos is like
1: relationship level stuff. But see, this is what I don't understand. Did he? If he didn't make any effort over the course of this week to like maybe get to know you, maybe be like. I don't know so how are you dealing with this ridiculous heat wave like something stupid yeah. like that just I like you have a conversation drink. yeah not it's to come to your drink. house for Shabbos what is going through your
0: head and you're like oh come to me for Shabbos I'm like there's something wrong with this kid. And then I was like looking oh at it God. again. I was like telling my friend about this and she was not understanding what was happening cuz she doesn't live um in New York and she's like I don't get the big deal about going to him for Shabbos. She didn't understand that he was literally saying to go to his house in Long Island for Shabbos. She she thought he lived in my neighborhood and was like, "Oh, come for like Shabbos okay. dinner like like with that my roommates bring your friends." Like that. But that wouldn't be that. Weird. Get it. It's a little spontaneous, but it's like I feel like if it was like, "Oh, um my roommates and I are hosting Shabbat dinner do you want to
1: come with a friend like, that could be really fun that could
0: like, be potential like potentially could really be, like cool meals
1: Also, but, but so- oh yeah no but I've been to really fun meals on Shabbos because a friend of mine was like texting with a guy and he invited her for a meal and then she's yeah. like but I don't want to go by myself can you come with me and then like I've had a lot of fun so that could be a lot of fun but that's in that's in the neighborhood yeah no he was was literally
0: asking me and then i like i called him out so bad and i haven't heard from him since i was like i don't know what you're trying to do here but asking me to come to your house for shabbos where you probably live with your parents like it's not like what are you doing i'm like that is relationship level stuff like why would i ever want to come i was like number one it's thursday i have plans for shabbos way before thursday yeah number two like And even if I didn't, I'm not going to Long Island to a stranger for Shabbos. Like, you live in a house with your parents. Like,
1: why would I come to your parents' house for Shabbos? Like, what compelled him? Like, there's a lot of times when I go out with younger guys. And, like, I tend to go out with a lot of guys younger than me. um, Where I'm just like, but what compelled me to think that way? Like, I one time went out with someone who immediately after every date would text me. We would talk all day, every day, but would never like ask to see me.
0: I don't like that. That's a younger girl. And I was being. just
1: like, and I was just like, we had like this weird conversation after we had been dating for about a month where like it was a weird DTR, but we weren't really DTRing because neither of us really wanted to DTR. But we brought it up anyway, I meaning he brought it up. He asked me to do it. Uh, like he asked me to have this conversation. And as we were like going through a bunch of stuff and I was just like, by the way, you know, you're sending me like really, really mixed signals because as I've learned from this podcast, when he likes you, you know, (laughs) and when he doesn't, you're confused. And I was just like, you like, cause I had also, when I went out with this guy, I had just broken up like two months earlier with another guy who was really bad at giving me, like he actually wasn't giving me mixed signals. I was getting mixed signals from the people I was asking for advice from. He no. was giving me very clear signals that he wasn't interested in me. And I was just like <laughs> only taking advice from people who were like, oh, no, no, he's just bad at communicating. Don't worry. Like, it's fine. No. um, It was not fine. So then I start going out with this other guy and he would text me. Like we would spend all day, every day talking, but he would never ask to see me. So I was just like, what compelled you? Like, why are you texting me all the time? But like, do you not want to see me in person? Like, Am I kind of just like a figment of your imagination that you like speaking to, but you never actually want to see in person? Like, you will send me a text message at 10.30 p.m. to tell me about your day. But like, I have to ask you when's the next time we're seeing each other in person? And he goes, yeah. I wouldn't want the conflict. Like, oftentimes after you've planned the date, the conversation ends. So I didn't want that to happen. I wanted to can you continue speaking to you. And I was just kind of like, this wasn't like I'm initiating all of these conversations with you and you're just like playing along. You're initiating like a solid 50% of the conversations. So why not ask me out if you want to see me? And then you can still bring up whatever it is about your job that you wanted to bring up four hours later. Yeah. And I just, I don't understand what was going through his head. And I think that's just one of those things that, you need because I know I needed this a lot when I was younger I needed my friends to like metaphorically slap me across the face and be like dude don't you realize that everyone else is thinking this when you do it like that and some of these guys who are younger than us kind of just need a dating coach yeah
0: and I find myself being their dating coach like I so I also I before we take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsors just um I won't go into the full story but I think like I just was put in a situation I got set up with a guy also 26 younger than me and like also like 26 isn't that much younger than me I feel like a three year age difference isn't crazy um but so yeah so he we got set up and so he immediately starts texting me, which is like, okay, I just like see it as a little bit like, oh, this is like the immature way of doing it. Like, I prefer like I don't really like texting before a first date, especially if it's a setup. Like, I'd rather just have a phone call and then go out. Um, I would but rather also, just go out. Like, he
1: did skip the phone call.
0: Oh, I need a I need a screening call, but I don't know. We just whatever. But he was like out of town for a couple weeks, and then he was coming back. So I was like whatever I just see this as like an immature thing I'll let it slide like it's not I'm not gonna be so picky about this because I'm also bored I like chatting whatever um because I'm like this is a setup this isn't like J-Swipe or like a dating app where you're like texting before there's a talking phase it's like no like a friend set this up so we're texting 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 the thing that I don't like about texting is I feel like you get very comfortable with the person like prematurely and it becomes too casual prematurely right and i don't like that because like if you're going on a first date with me we're not casual this isn't casual and you shouldn't be comfortable yet like comfortable in the sense that like if we're together and you feel comfortable with me that is very different than being like way too comfortable about like going out with me it's like no we this is a job interview and you are trying to interview for a job like you are trying to impress me um So I just felt like this guy was getting way too casual and way too comfortable with me. And, like, there wasn't really much I could do about it because we were already texting. We had a phone call, whatever. I'm, like, I just left it to immaturity. So he wanted to plan a date. And he's the one who suggested the day. Like, I, we're in July right now. And, like, my July gets very busy with work. I've also been, like, looking for new apartments. Um just I have a lot going on I have stuff with friends like not like bad stuff just like it's summertime my friends want to do summer stuff. is like, really busy like summer is just busy like there's always stuff going on and so he asked if we could meet up this is a few weeks ago already like you asked me if we could meet up on the 4th of July he's like what are you doing for the 4th are you going away and I'm like no I'm not I'm probably going to do stuff with friends we haven't really got it together to plan if you wanted to go he's like would you want to go out whatever and I'm like we could go out early like we could go for coffee or something early and like he made it into like this whole thing like wants to take me to brunch and i'm like literally we could get coffee like for half an hour i don't care and then so monday the third comes around and i'm like with friends um i had i made plans with a friend like the night of the third so we were like hanging out and i was like this guy hasn't told me what time tomorrow he told me where we're going but he didn't tell me what time. And I'm like, all my other friends are like texting about other types of plans because finally people are getting it together to like make plans. And so I text them, I'm like, hey, what time for tomorrow? I'm just trying to like plan my day. And, and I hate that by the way. I hate when I have to be the one to like follow up. I like a guy who makes a plan, tells me the plan. It like makes them seem excited about it and like- Yes. And whatever. And I don't like having to chase them down for it. So he was like, he was like, He's like, that's a good question. I don't know. He's like, I was supposed to do a bunch of stuff today, and I didn't get it all done. I might have to reschedule. I'm like, he's like, would it be okay if we maybe rescheduled? I'm like, I guess. I'm like, I honestly, like, I was really annoyed, though. I'm like, you made this plan over a week ago. I've been turning down plans because we have this plan. Yeah. And, like, it's just, like, inconsiderate. And it's, like, the night before. And this is at, like, maybe 7, 8 o'clock. So luckily one of the plans that like with my other friends so the second he said that even though he did not confirm i was like i guess i'm like my i'm pretty busy during the week like i'm working late all of this and that like i honestly don't know when i when i have time again so he um and then like he didn't answer so finally like an hour later i'm like i'm like making other plans too i'm like this guy is like ditching me i'm not like just Gonna stay at home and do nothing like I have options for other plans I'm gonna do other plans so I like text my friend who was like invited me somewhere and I'm like 90% I'm gonna come I think this guy's flaking on me like I'm annoyed but like I'd rather like go with you instead anyways but so then I text him and I'm like can you confirm that you're canceling because I'm trying to make other plans and this I think I texted him that at maybe seven eight o'clock I was like on my way home from being with my friend um she doesn't live in the city so I was like on the train home and he did not answer me to confirm canceling until
1: eleven thirty 30 p.m what the heck and like my I other plan... one word answer yes I am okay three word yeah. answer yes I am canceling and
0: my other plan was leaving early I think we were meeting at like nine or ten o'clock in the morning to like yeah. go and do something so like and I go to sleep early in general. So I like, I, I had already in my mind, I was already like, I'm not meeting this guy. I'm going with my friends. Like, I don't yeah. care, especially if you don't confirm until 1130 p.m. I'm not holding this slot this for you. No, of course um, not. So I was already like in the mindset, like I set my alarm to get up to go with my friends and like get ready for that. So he doesn't apologize. He doesn't try to make another plan. He's just like, "Yeah, he's like, yeah, let's let's reschedule. Um I didn't get all my stuff done. I have to get it done." Then he's like, "Are you mad?" <laughs> and I'm like <laughs> I'm like, "How stupid are you?" Like and listen, again, if a guy had a date with me and he canceled, he had to cancel my rules for canceling on anyone or anything, is you apologize like this is for friends if you're doing something that is changing something like you can't do this and like you you made a commitment and you're no longer able to honor that commitment and you have to like change what you have to do the two key things are an apology and recognition that like you are like because it's a disrespect to the other person otherwise yeah you need to show yeah. that you care that you're like messing with the other person's plans like you're yeah. not the like you're not the only busy one in this this matter so yeah I my rules are you need to apologize and mean it and you need to come up with some way of making it up like if I okay. ever had to cancel on a date and I have honestly I have like things come up like things come up it's life life yeah. comes up So it would be like, even if I was meeting a friend for dinner, it's like, hi, I'm so, so sorry. Something came up at work and I can't come in the end. Can we reschedule for Thursday? Yes. Or when are you available next week? Like, yes. Trying to put an effort into making, like actually rescheduling or making another plan or it's like, I can't do this anymore. I'm so sorry. What else can I do? Like just trying to make it up in some sort of way and apologizing he didn't apologize he didn't like try to reschedule and I was just like so that made me really mad so I told him off, and like I have a bad habit of telling people off I told him off I'm like listen like I get it things come up and you're busy but I'm also busy and the fact that you didn't even apologize and you did this so last minute is a complete disrespect of my time this is my one day off I was turning down plans because we made this plan over a week ago you suggested this day and like you don't even apologize I'm like the non-apology tells me more about your character than anything else if you are unable to apologize to anyone like finally after like three and then he just like kept kept texting me back excuses and like no apology still and I was like number one you need to apologize to me number two if you keep texting me excuses I'm going to block your number and then I'm yeah. like, honestly, right now, I don't have time for this. And then then he was like, Oh, so what would you have done if we had gone out and it had gone well? I'm like, I would have made time for you. I make time for things that are priority. That's, and yeah, like, that's I'm, not, I'm not, if you're not making me a
1: priority, why am I making you a priority? Yeah. That's the thing about adulthood. Like, you can make time for whatever you want. You just yeah. have to work at it. And you will make time for what you want to make time for. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, exactly. And I'm not making time for a stupid 26 year old who doesn't apologize and instead asks me if I'm mad. The worst thing was, so we went back and forth about this for over a week. So like last Sunday, he's still texting me about that. He was still texting me about this and he texts me Saturday night and he's like, let me ask you a question. And then I hate that. I hate when someone like, that's one of my biggest pet peeves also. Like, I don't have time for that. It's like, if someone's like, let me ask you a question or they're like, Hey, or like, they just send me some sort of text and then wait for me to respond before they actually get into what they want. I hate that. It's just like, oh, text yeah. me. Just, like, just, you, you can yeah, say the niceties. Say the niceties of like, hey, can I ask you a question? And then actually ask the question. So he sent me that text like right after Shabbos. He didn't ask me the question. Wait, I was Why like, had not you now, blocked
1: his number at this point?
0: I shouldn't. I don't know. Um, And then so he's like, let me ask you a question. Then he doesn't ask me a question. This is at like 10 o'clock on, on Saturday night. And I'm like, what? Then he doesn't answer. Then at like 2.30 p.m. on Sunday, he texts me. He's like, sorry, I'm at the gym. And I'm like, so then I went (laughs) off again. And I'm like, I literally don't care. I don't care where you are. I don't care what you're doing. You said you had a question for me and then you didn't ask it. If you have a question for me, ask it. If not, leave me alone. I don't have time for this game. And then he texts me like a few hours later. He's like, what game, Rachel? What game? And I'm like... The game of you texting me, like, I have a question for you, not texting me back for 16 hours, then telling me you're at the gym, that I literally don't care, then waiting another five hours to actually ask me the question, like,
1: stop texting me. That's so funny. I don't he know, It sounds this like guy, he just wants your attention, and, like, he's bored. So he's like, I, I don't oh, know. I'm going to, like, reach out to her, but doesn't actually, like, intend on pursuing anything or understands how to communicate with, like, humans. But, like, if a friend did that to me, like, hey, I have a question for you, and then didn't respond, like, I would get annoyed with them, too. Like, fit yeah. it out. I understand I it's easy that. to send a text, but, like, it's weird in our generation. Like, texting is, mean. yeah, it's super easy, but it's also, like, ridiculously difficult. I hate texting. I use texting either for, like, plans that I am making right now. Or I have one friend that I complain to about the buses. Yeah, <laughs>
0: there is no in between. So, like, do I you- love texting, but like, also, mm-hmm. I only love texting in certain times and in certain moods and to certain people.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, like, just don't just like, hey, I have a question for you. New, no, as we say here, like, spit yeah, it out, spit it out, like what's what's the question either we're gonna have a conversation or let's not have a conversation but like what are you doing also don't tell me that you were that busy in 16 hours that you couldn't respond but everyone knows that they have to text their mother back
0: yeah also like why are you telling me that you're at the gym I don't care where you are
1: like your excuse
0: for not answering me from 16 hours ago is that you're at the gym yeah like you go to the gym for an hour maybe two hours I don't I literally don't care what you could be like, I I don't know, I just don't care where you are or what you're doing. You said you have a question for me. So ask it. I'm like, not into. It's like, not I'm not into that. Like, yeah, just tell me what you want for me. Yeah, I also made it very clear to him that I wanted him to leave me alone.
1: Yeah, that's also so, very like, disrespectful on his part.
0: It's just like, leave me, because then, because he's like, can I, can we go out one night this week? And I'm like, I literally told you God knows how many times that the rest of my July after work is busy. I work late. You choose not to listen because you have your own things going on and that's fine. Everyone's busy with their own lives. But when I have told you a thousand times that I work late the rest of July during the week and I cannot commit to going out during yeah. the week like even if i'm not working late i never know when i'm getting off early i never know when i'm working late i don't know what time yeah. i'm getting home my schedule is unpredictable like i told yeah. you that so don't ask me to go out when i told you i can't yeah and then he's like can or we at have least a phone be call? the
1: kind of person be the kind of person that i want because i also have a very unpredictable schedule like i can work for four hours in a day I could actually not work at all during the day because like there was literally nothing to do except for 20 minutes space every four hours. And then there are other days where I don't sit down for 12 hours. And if you're like a kind person, then like I will want to kind of like shoehorn my schedule that even though I know I'm supposed to be working 12 hours this week a day, I will make time to go out with you. But like, if you're not gonna be that kind of person, like, no. I'm not going to do that.
0: Yeah. So, like, you couldn't make a half an hour to go get coffee. So, like, when we had the plan for over a week. So, I'm not going to try to, like, fit you into my Sunday when I'm trying to look at a part. Like, also, like, thank God, like, I signed on an apartment already. But, like, at this point, I hadn't. And, like, any free time I had, I was going and looking at apartments.
1: And I'm like. That's also a thing. Like, a week in advance. Sometimes like things will come up and it's definitely happened to me that I've noticed at like three o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, wow. I'm not getting out of here for like minimally four hours, but that that's, le- that's, that's really rare. Usually it's, I'll go into a day knowing this is going to be at least a 10 hour day, if not longer. So like you, you kind of can plan around the person and I'm totally like, at, at least I am because. Thank God right now I have that kind of job where I'm willing to say, okay, if we're making a plan on Sunday, that next Monday we're going out. So fine. I will plan my week. So that Monday is the one day a week that I can get out of work early. And then all the other days, like I'll go crazy, but like, then nothing is going to come up on that Monday because In my head, I have made that plan with you. Like, I'll still text you that day to confirm, which is a funny story because one day, one time I actually texted a guy to confirm and thank God I did because when we were on the phone, we had named two locations that we could possibly meet that were close to each other and also sounded very similar. And I had said, let's meet at location A. And he had said, okay, to that. And then when I texted him, hey, we're still on for 7.15 at location A. He goes, oh, I thought we had said location B. And I was like, oh, okay. So what we ended up doing was meeting at location A and walking to location B. Because he was like, there's something that I really want to show you. Which was like this really cool lookout, which would have been much cooler if it was much lighter out. Like it was another one of those things where like, as I saw it going down, I was like, yeah, it looks like it's getting sketchier and sketchier. So we're not going to walk all the way down, but if anybody wants to like PM you to ask me where this amazing lookout is, um, I will be more than happy to share, just maybe only go during the day. Yeah. So <laughs> we ended up, <laughs> we ended up, and this is, speaking of like buying things on dates, Um, he had, so we had originally said we were gonna meet at location A, and then he thought B. So we ended up going to meet at A, walking to location B, <laughs> And on the way over, he stops in a bodega to get food. Um, and he was like, do you want anything? And I was just kind of like, it's 7.15. I want dinner. And like, theoretically, in both of these locations, there are restaurants. But like, clearly what you're offering is snack food. And like, he went into the bodega and bought a giant bag of Bamba. <laughs> And I was like, that's, that's, that's a great first date food. And I thought he was super cheap until we went on our next date and we were walking in in a different park. And I saw like tons of couples sitting around with like a seltzer bottle and a bunch of cups. So I was like, maybe because like, he was a little bit more, he, he was Anglo, but grew up here. So I was like, maybe in Israeli society, like that is considered acceptable first date food, but like Children's snack food is not really what I think of like you're trying to impress me on a first
0: date. That's funny. I don't know. Yeah. Like it's so but- different here. I don't I, I don't think I've ever had a guy bring me snacks on a date. But that's okay because Yeah, I'm really trying to rack my brains. I have a friend who like kept hinting to a guy that she was hungry and wanted snacks and he like didn't get the hint. Maybe I'm hoping to have her on the podcast eventually. But I don't that's so funny. But wait. Hold on, before um, we get into other stories, we I know we're like more than halfway, but let's take a very quick break to hear a word from our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Sticky Situations is sponsored by Corona Crush. Are you tired of swiping on dating apps? Tired of guessing whether the cute guy or girl you keep seeing around is Jewish and or single? Then you need to run, not walk, to join Corona Crush. Corona Crush is a Jewish organization working to create Jewish couples always. Corona Crush has over 30 confirmed engagements, over 22,000 members from all over the world, and has set up over 50,000 speed dates. Join the Corona Crush Facebook group and post yourself or have a friend post you and see who reaches out. Fill out the survey to sign up for virtual speed dating events happening every other week. Corona Crush is 100% free and 100% Jewish. Worst case, you end up with some stories of your own. Best case, you find the love of your life. Try it out today. Here on Sticky Situations, we tend to focus on bad dating stories. But sometimes, dates do go well and lead to proposals and weddings. Who would have thought? And what do all of those require, you might be asking? Well, the answer is flowers. Who doesn't want flowers from someone they've been seeing? Don't forget flower petals and bouquets needed for proposals. And that's even before all the flowers that go into weddings. Sticky Situations is sponsored by Primrose Flower Shop. In my opinion, Primrose is the coolest flower shop around and has the best customer service to fulfill all of your floral needs. Primrose offers a range of services from your basic bouquets to subscription services where you can get flowers delivered once a week. They deliver all over the tri-state area, including Manhattan. Primrose does weddings, bar and mitzvahs, and other simclas. I've personally been to a wedding where Primrose did the flowers, and the work they did was beyond gorgeous. Primrose additionally offers in-store proposals, including a romantic setup with candles and music. Primrose is located at 2922 Avenue M in Brooklyn, and the phone number is 929-376-9815. You can also follow Primrose on Instagram at PrimroseNY. So, if you can't get someone out of your head, buy them some flowers from Primrose. They'll either love it, or they'll find you really creepy. But regardless, the flowers will be out of this world. Okay, we're back, everybody. Um, Okay, Mayrov, do you want to tell maybe one or two final stories before we wrap up?
1: Do you have more stories to tell? I'm trying to think if I have any other, like, really good stories. No, I think, I think I, I wouldn't want to share the other ones on, on a podcast. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, cause if somebody like figures out, like, I don't know, I'd feel kind of awkward. Yeah, that's, that's fair. That's okay. I think like my, my last big one was the him offering to buy me Bomba Cause Bomba is a children's snack. Like, did you eat the bomba? Eat I had a couple. Was it but just like, regular
0: bomba? Was it the filled bamba? Yeah, it was just bamba? regular
1: bomba. He- oh, so no, you didn't go it all regular- out for like the filled bomba? No, he got bomba and bisley, which apparently is a thing. Oh. And I was like, okay, but like you wanted dinner, I want. It was seven thirty. Yeah, and like it- at least go like buy a piece of pizza. Yeah, yeah. this is not like college when you had to get to the cafeteria early to eat early because otherwise all the good food was taken like I'm a real adult now I eat at normal times yeah Bamba is not a date food no
0: also it like gets messy and like you're probably wearing a nice outfit like
1: I don't want to get Bamba <clears throat> like peanut okay, butter, I like, do have crumbs one last on my story hands. for you oh my god I We'll never understand. This is one of the biggest differences between me dating American guys who know what they're doing (laughs) and me dating either American guys who don't know what they're doing or Israeli guys. And that will be how much I, how much I always like roughly dress the same on a date. Like I make sure to put on makeup and I change out of work clothes into nicer looking clothes. Like obviously not like Shabbos clothes, but not the jeans and t-shirts that I wear to work. Like a nice dress and a nice skirt or whatever. And then you have these guys who come in, like, T-shirts, which, like, never fit that well, and, like, shorts. And I'm like, if I'm putting on makeup, because in Israel, it's literally always hot, except for the months between, like, November and February, I'm like, if I'm putting on makeup for this date, can you please get a nicer shirt than a gross old T-shirt, which looks like you bought it in high school? (laughs) That's funny. I agree,
0: though. I agree. I judge a guy. Like, if I'm all dressed up and he's not, like, I don't know. I notice. Like, I don't know. I don't, like, super piss. Like, if he looks nice, I'm not, like, totally, like, whatever. Like, my two things are look clean and smell nice. Interesting. I appreciate when a guy smells nice on a date. Like, it just, like, it's. I guess it goes with the clean look. Like, I get it like I've gone on dates like when we've had New York City heat waves and like I'm like I I literally show up to the date sweating because it's like 100% humidity outside but that's beyond my control I'm also still wearing a nice dress like one oh my god last summer I went on a date during the heat like there was a huge heat wave in New York City it was probably like 90 degrees outside and like 90% humidity and that date, I was I was fine when I got there. Like I looked fine. I wore my hair up. I like didn't even try to wear my hair down. I sh- I still like straightened it and made it look nice, but I still didn't like try to wear it down. Um, right. And we we did have a walking portion of that date because we went out. Um, I I took a train to meet him. Like not so far from my apartment, but not really like walking distance where I'm not going to show up looking like. A hot mess. Also it was right. probably going to be like a 45 minute walk. But I don't know after the actual date was over and we did like what he had planned, um we were still talking and he ended up walking me home, which was like probably about a 30 40 minute walk. And like I went upstairs at, and then we were sitting outside talking for a while and we went upstairs uh, actually even before I went upstairs like I could tell from my dress. Like, I was just like, I'm like, I hope he's not looking at me while we're walking. Like, I'm <laughs> sweating so much. Oh, like, like the, and I was wearing a cotton dress, or I don't even remember what material it was. It was light material, but you could see the sweat through it. And I was like, it wasn't even like under my arms, it was like around my neck. And I'm like, oh my God, I hope he's like not. Pay. We still went on a
1: second date, but it's like, I mean, it happens. These things happen. Thing, yeah, a similar thing happened to me on a date. We went to the port in Tel Aviv Mm -hmm. and this was like August. So sitting down at the port itself, it was um, very, like there was a nice breeze. It was totally fine. And then we like go to start walking. And at that point we're just like walking up and down the beach in Tel Aviv. And the, the poor guy was sweating like a pig, but like it was August in Tel Aviv. And of course he was. So I noticed it and I was just like, but like, there's nothing you could do about it because probably my hair has exploded and I'm also sweating. And like, that's how it is. Like that's life. Just, he at least tried. Like he was very sweet in terms of like trying. He always would show up in nice shoes, even when we went bowling. And I remember that. And every time I think of all of like my random exes, I'll, always refer to him as the guy who was always dressed nicely yeah yeah so my remember, like, listeners dress nicely and we will remember yeah. you in good ways my
0: main ex would always wear a dress shirt it would be like, I was like we would literally be going somewhere super casual and I'm like why are you wearing a dress shirt like we've been dating for months <laughs> like you can wear a t-shirt like one time I forced <laughs> him to wear a t-shirt somewhere we were going it was the summer <laughs> I'm like, what? You're wearing shorts. Why are you wearing a dress shirt? Like, like you, I, I like that you want to look nice for me, but we're not going anywhere like fancy, like put on a t-shirt. It's hot outside, but how,
1: how far into the relationship was this?
0: I mean, we dated for like almost six months. So like, okay. This was probably around like three months, two,
1: three months into a relationship. Like, So we theoretically could have like not necessarily been having to try and impress you yeah like Like, the guy yeah the guy I went out with was theoretically always still in this like we never really because like it was complicated and like whatever it didn't end up working out um but like theoretically until it didn't work out it was it was like looking really promising so he was still trying to impress me so even though I was sitting there like why are you wearing a button-down shirt and like dress shoes to a bowling alley like I very much appreciated it but I do feel like at some point like dude just just it's okay to like dress a little bit more casually like if I'm not way. wearing
0: makeup around you you're exempt from like dressing oh yeah yeah yes. <laughs> the next guy I dated like he he could really pull off the like look at I mean but we dated in the winter so it was a little different so it's like so easy to like dress nicely but casual in the winter like you're wearing boots yeah. anyways because it's snowing and then yeah. like jeans and a sweater like or like a, sweatsh- a nice like sweater type sweatshirt thing is like yeah, yeah. so easy but yeah. but yeah but I agree with you I think everyone dating is an interview for everyone I'm it not is. just saying this mm-hmm. like girls guys everyone needs to put their best foot forward in terms of how they 100%. look how they smell and definitely how they act
1: so um
0: but yeah it's and that's advice for girl for men and women. Like everyone needs to put their best foot forward. You are trying to impress this other person, even yeah. if it's just like on a first date. Like you want to make a good first impression, and it, if that's as easy enough as putting on a nice clean dress shirt or putting on a little bit of makeup, like making sure your hair looks decent. Like it's you want to. It's for everyone. Everyone.
1: Yeah. Spray also some clone. low key, It makes me happy. Like. It makes me excited for the date when I'm like yeah. putting putting on makeup. I know some people like love dating. I don't particularly love dating. I hate dating. Um, but some people really thrive on the meeting new people vibes. Um, but so like one of the things that I do to like pump myself up is I is getting dressed and like texting my friends and saying, what outfit should I wear? And like, do you like my makeup like this? And then they're like, I feel nice and I'm excited to go out and meet you. And I think everyone should keep that in mind when they're getting ready for a date. Like try and be excited and try and like make yourself like in whatever way it is, if it's getting dressed, if it's like listening to, this was not gonna be the piece of advice that I give, but it's a great piece of advice. If it's like (laughs) a way to do it, get yourself pumped up for the date. You're not just meeting someone for two hours or for a cup of coffee or half an hour. Like this is potentially a very important interview and you should treat it that way. I agree. But on that note, Miraz, um
0: shall we move into our wrap-up segments and even though we just gave advice um could you give me and my listeners one piece of dating advice
1: so spinning off from the it's not just two hours um trust your gut and it's okay to say no like it's not just two hours of your life it's not just two hours of their life it's not 20 minutes It's a lot of time, energy, and emotion that you should be investing because this could range anywhere from someone you're not going to speak again to a good friend to your future spouse. Um, And if you don't feel like you can emotionally or physically invest those that ever time you need, just say no, that's totally fine.
0: It's a good piece of advice. I like that. I'm a fan of saying no if it's not it. Sometimes it's just not it. You don't have to like... I I went through a phase of saying yes to all these guys, and I just ended up more and more jaded and miserable. Like sometimes yeah. you know, trust your gut. You know, Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. it's a no. hundred <laughs> percent. Okay, hundred percent. And then Mayra, for our last, our final, um, my favorite question to ask: What is your Real Housewife tagline?
1: Okay, so disclaimer: I had to take a BuzzFeed quiz. But, because but, by the way, since I started listening to your podcast, I don't watch, I don't watch the Real Housewives, Um, but I have been like thinking and trying to come up with my own Real Housewives tagline and I couldn't do it. So I took a BuzzFeed quiz and it was perfect. Okay. I can deal with a lot, but I can't deal with stupid. That's a good and, one.
0: Yeah. That's a good one. I like it. Well, Mayrov, thank you so much for coming on. This has been so fun. Hey. Um, and hopefully, like, I I never want my guests to have more stories. But if you ever have more stories and you want to come back, it was a pleasure having you. And I I thank you so much. And it's like, I love hearing, like, different, like I told to everyone. I say this every episode. I love hearing different perspectives. People dating in different places, different religious levels, different genders. Um different sexualities like I love hearing it all so that's another plug if you want to come be on my guest on come be a guest on my podcast even if you're literally a modern orthodox girl living in New York City like everyone else everyone has stories everyone has good perspectives everyone has everyone has stuff to share so come be a guest on my podcast but also if you're a yeshivish male who wants to come on I would love that so
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's my plugs be those on are my plugs of all of them
0: yeah or someone in a different country we've had a couple of people from israel now um a few people from different parts of america but if you live somewhere else and you want to come on please let me know i would love that um but yeah anyway that's my final plugs Mayrav, thank you again and sticky situation nation you'll catch me next time bye everybody